Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello. It's very nice to see you. Uh, Good, good. I'm packing. I'm, I got my hair oiled up. My hairdresser told me that's a a thing to do to give yourself a a hair mask. So I've got a... Yeah. What, before you travel? Why is that? Oh! dehydration on the plane? Oh, well, actually, that sounds, that sounds smart. No, um, I just had it, like, done, the colors and stuff. Oh, okay. So she's like, your hair is super dried out because of all the chemicals. So what you have to do is dump a bunch of oil in your hair, which I'm doing. So right now my hair is marinating as we're recording. Yeah. Nice. I know. So, and speaking of self-care, you've just come off the tail end of a fabulous spa experience. I did indeed. Ooh. For any listeners in Jersey, I highly recommend the Royal Yacht for spa treatments. It is oh. the best place on the island, I swear. Oh. Um, oh, just the most delightful, lovely treatments. Oh. And as I was lying there trying to get my brain to switch off in the beginning, I was thinking, I wonder if anybody comes every week and has like a spa treatment. And then I thought, well, surely if you had that much money, you'd probably just have your own personal um, therapist who would come and do your treatments. And then I thought, Sarah, stop thinking and just enjoy the treatment. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd have a word with myself. Um, But yeah, it was lovely. It's such a um, it's such a treat, isn't it, to go and and I guess that's why it's called a treatment. But um, Mm -hmm. it is just a nice treat to go and just be totally indulged with a lovely kind of facial or a massage and you just get to kind of really really relax in a state that we very rarely are in yeah where we just have total time out and your whole body and mind everything can just relax Mm. it's lovely so so nice so nice oh my gosh I I'm so hearing it right now especially too because I find I finished this six-month contract which was just uh eating eating me alive and so I'm finally done I'm free um and you know in this past week I I've, I've been seeing a physio because my rotator cuff has has got some major complication or issues um and the physio does some sort of deep tissue work around the joint mm. and man I'm like this feels great when somebody is taking care of yeah. me why yeah. do I not do it more often? Yeah. Yeah. And I think because it feels quite indulgent to do it, doesn't it? We feel quite selfish. But yeah, I mean, God, like if something makes you feel great, then when you can afford to do it, just go and do it. And even if you can barely afford to do it, might as well just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we can always find the way, right? Oh, money's just money. Uh, you know, it, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. totally. Self-care. Mm. Good times. I think we need yes. it. Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah, indeed, absolutely. Oh, yeah. right on. All right. Mm. So, what is Zend Out Sarah bringing us from the relationship desk of love? Well, <laughs> I read. I was doing a little bit of reading earlier, just in preparation for um for podcast recording today, mm-hmm. and I came across this article which is all about. So, we touched upon this a few months ago. In actually, back in January, we were talking about divorce day and how divorce oh, day. Yeah was probably going to be slightly different this year because there's this no blame divorce uh-huh, that yes. is coming up. So the new law is a new no fault divorce law 
means that you no longer have to have a kind of say, you know, unreconcilable differences or adultery or any of those mm. things. Mm -hmm. You can now just you can get a divorce. So mm -hmm. this article was really interesting because it came at it from a slightly different angle as well around the fact that this now means that we need to protect our finances and assets a lot more. Oh, Because as the article explains, you can go online and you can um, file for divorce at any time, day or night, which is actually quite dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Two in the morning, a oh, few drinks. Actually, I've had enough of this. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So what it said is because a lot of kind of people are what will then go down the route of just trying to save costs. They won't engage in any legal representation. They won't be taking any advice. Um, there is a danger that they haven't got their financial affairs in order before the file for divorce. Um, so it really talks about how you have to get yourself really straightened. Oh if you are going to file for divorce, uh -huh. then you need to be having some conversations about reasonable conversations about how you split things financially, the assets that you've got and the things that you're connected and tied together with and um, and really getting that your house in order so that you are in the best possible position when it does come to having a divorce. Oh, my God. But it really makes you think, right? Like, wow. If you're not that way inclined, then... You could really be taken advantage of, I think, in this situation. Okay, I'm ter I'm terrorized on so many levels. You know, it, when I got <laughs> married at the Manhattan courthouse, we had to apply for a license over 24 mm -hmm. hours from the marriage because there's a cooling off period. Like you yeah. can't in the state of New York, you can't just have a shotgun wedding. You have to have at mm. least 24 hours of thought. So it kind of prevents a lot of those like, oh, man, okay. I love you. Let's go. Those Vegas moments. So the thing is, I suppose the state of Nevada does not have the cooling off period, but <laughs> then it surprises me that they don't have a cooling off period for Let's divorce. Let's get Elvis to marry us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, that'll see you through the hard times when the times it get rough sure and you're will. like, man, this guy doesn't help me out with four kids, but Elvis married us. So <laughs> it's got to count for something. He's oh, a keeper. God. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so like... I'm just surprised that to to file for divorce that you don't need to have a a little 24-hour period to think about it. Mm. Well, I think there is. So there's still this decree nisi and then the decree absolute. So it still has to be legally binding. Mm. But I guess it's the this element of the removal of, of maybe that kind of legal aspect. I'm also slightly cynical, like, you know, has a lawyer written this because they believe that they should be involved in all divorces um, um but that's just my kind of cynical side but mm. um but it does you know it it does beg the question about your finances and are they in order and have you are you able to mutually agree what happens and how you do those things without any mm. um you know external mediation or um or, or lawyers because we know that I think the average cost of a divorce is something like fifteen thousand pounds because a lot of that is caught up in all the legal fees that you're both paying independently and they're not cheap right so um so anything you can do to have those discussions in an amicable way where you can sit down and just be really rational about the money and how we split it and the the mm -hmm. assets that you've got I think is is for the best isn't it oh so yeah. but it also said in this article that the divorce rate in 2020 had dropped by 4.5 percent yeah but were we saying that we know why that is everyone's just well Yes, yeah, 
Well, yeah. So some of it is because people are potentially waiting to file for, for divorce when they don't need to put a reason. Mm-hmm. Some of it may be that during lockdown, people have actually kind of, you know, really come to terms with their relationships and had some conversations and really maybe try to kind of work on things a bit more. Um, or it could be that they're riding out the the kind of the lockdown and the uncertainty mm. and the actually I don't know if I'm going to kind of have a job or what my financial future looks like. Therefore, I'm going to kind of stick with it because I'm comfortable with the security side of it. So there could be lots of reasons, um, but it'd be interesting to see what happens to the divorce stats oh, over the next couple of months to see if there it. is a real kind of um, skyrocket. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been a lot of people who ha- don't have a safe place to go post-divorce. Yeah. And that's why they've been holding off until the lockdown is, you know, yeah. sort of waning and that they're able to actually go and find a place and find shelter. So there, yeah, yeah. I can imagine yeah. there's not great things hidden in that statistic for sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gracious. So, wow. yeah, there you go. Interesting. Okay. It is. All right. We'll Interesting see. times ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. So, shall we um, do a hot topic? I forgot yeah. what we did there. <laughs> what do we do on this podcast again? <laughs> we do hot topics. <laughs> what do we talk about? <laughs> we get spicy. <laughs> Okay, head in the game, head in the game. <laughs> Today's hot topic is, does your relationship need a spring clean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always, and especially now. Totally. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> so oh. yeah, maybe instead of failing for, for divorce, try spring clean instead. Yeah, or... It's interesting. Yeah. Mm, go on. Well, do a spring clean, and then if you still find that you hate the house or you hate the decorating, and you need to have a renovation, then you can kick them out. But yeah. you know, start with start with a spring clean first. <laughs> yeah, start with some positive action first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because we talk about um, spring cleaning. I think last week on the podcast we were talking about how we kind of feel like there's a different air, there's a different vibe. Mm. You, you, the weather kind of changes. We the clocks go forward. We kind of feel like we want to have a bit more energy, a bit more momentum in life. Mm. And we do then kind of start to tackle some of those stagnant jobs that have been around or we kind of switch out the wardrobe or not that I've done that yet because mine is still overflowing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I can't face it. Um, (laughs) But, and we do, you know, we maybe kind of clear the garage or we um, do some extra dusting. And Mm. so, you know, why wouldn't we apply that same rationale to relationships? Mm. Yes, yeah, totally. It's it's funny because spring cleaning never comes upon me like, you know what, it's springtime, it's time to clean. It's mm. because the angle of the sun shifts and there's more hours <laughs> of daylight and I start to see the layers of dust. Yeah. Because I didn't notice it in the winter. You don't notice yeah. dust and clutter in the winter because there's no mm. darn sunlight. Yeah. Yes. So, so I think spring clean is something that happens not because it's planned, not because... Um, yeah, it's it's usually, holy crap, things are disgusting. I need to sort it mm. out. And that's the same in a relationship is all of a yeah. sudden this critical mass, like, oh my God, things are mm. shitty. Let's, and and I'm annoyed it's getting under my skin and I need something to change. Mm. I think that's the, that's the, how I approach a spring clean of anything, including a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. Like we often don't do things until they become kind of a real crisis or a critical point. 
But wouldn't it be great if maybe we said, actually, instead of waiting for that critical point, we said, right, you know, at such and such point in the year, we're going to have a bit of a refresh, a bit of a revitalization and really just kind of take a look at who we are and who we are as a a couple Mm. and consider doing things slightly differently. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I like it. Mm. So what does spring clean mean for you? I think it is about that revitalization. It's about um, like renewing, rebirth, all of those things that we kind of at springtime we talk about. It's kind of like new energy, something, a different vibe, I would say, kind of feeling fresher, lighter. Um, yeah, just totally different energy. Mm. I don't know where I'm getting this energy from. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you feel you need to let go of in order to start to ascend into that energy in your relationship? What do I need to let go of? Um, Cocktails late at night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a way down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When we're in our 20s, we can just bang down a bunch of them. But like, and I see it in all my patients. They're like, man, those four cocktails, they just don't sit as well as they used to they certainly don't they certainly don't oh man yeah yeah I think when we think about um sprinkling in your relationship I would say it's about just re-looking at who you are as a person and who you are in as a partner like how are you showing up how how do you talk to each other how do you treat each other Mm -hmm. um I watched a lovely thing the other day that was just talking about it's just like a little short video clip Hmm. And it was talking about um, kind of kindness in relationships and how Mm. the best thing that you can do for your relationship is to be kind to one another. Mm. And so, and it sounds really obvious, but so often we're not because we do things where maybe we're slightly spiteful or stubborn or, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of withhold or withdraw um, Mm -hmm. all all the things that we've kind of talked about in the podcast in various different shapes and forms. But we, we, and I think sometimes just catching yourself in that behavior and putting yeah. a stop to it and saying, actually, I don't I don't want to be that person. Or well, maybe it's setting a positive intention to say, actually, for the month of what month are we in? April. <laughs> for the month, where are we? Um, for the month of April, I am every single day going to do um, two or three things that are really super kind for my partner. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a really good spring clean. Oh, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I, for some folks, it's really, really hard because they're kind of stuck in the resentment of, well, but they're not doing nice things for me. So yeah. what what's the point? How do you come overcome those kind of who blinks first kind of Well, thing? Yeah, yeah, I mean, behavior breeds behavior, right? So mm-hmm. if I want to receive kindness, I've got to start by giving it. And that may take a while because it mm-hmm. can sometimes take a while for our partner to believe that what we're doing is genuine and authentic as well Mm. and maybe they don't trust that what we're doing is going to last and maybe they think oh well you know they're just that's a kind of one-off it's not going to happen and therefore they're not ready to reciprocate yet we talked Mm. about the negativity dance that Mm. takes a little while for people to recover when they when they feel bruised and therefore they don't always acknowledge that change in behavior straight away so Mm. that's the the same the same thing in this situation and that's why I would say kind of pick a month or pick a time frame, even if it's just two weeks, like whatever it is, three days, like pick your time scale that works for you. But something that's got a little bit of length to it to actually mm-hmm. then start to notice. And you've got to actively look, I think, for the for the um, reciprocal behavior that's coming back. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. 
Yep. So uh, turn on your positive bias, noticing mm. the good things yeah. as opposed to the negative things. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. I think the other thing I'd say as well is, um, you know, what does it matter if your partner isn't doing the, you know, that you feel like it's not kind of equal weighted or like be you, if you want to be that recognized as that kind of person, then be you, be that kind mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And things will naturally then change around you, but it shouldn't be. I'm just going to do something because I want somebody else to do something in return. Mm-hmm. It should just be kind of pick who you want to be and, you know, pop that suit of clothing on and be that person. Uh, yeah. 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 Pop your kind jacket true. on. Ah, oh, <laughs> pop your kind jacket on. Put, yeah. Put your kind pants on. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about the brave pants. Now we're talking yeah, about the kind well, pants. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I I think that's the meat of what I work with on couples is, you know, what's one thing that you could do to get, mm. get off your sort of stagnant stalemate zone. Yeah. Um, uh, but the hardest thing is, yeah, but I don't see them changing. So yeah. yeah, that's, that's the hardest thing is like, yeah, well put your kind pants on. Yeah. yeah Cause we're not going anywhere if we're just staying on our, in our respective castles with yeah. the drawbridge drawn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of things would you look at then in in terms of a relationship spring clean? Uh, You know, something coming up is, and you know, you covered this last time and funny enough, I, I ran into this with a, with a client in the, in the interim is I want more. My relationship's not satisfying me. Mm. I want more. Yeah. Now what's funny. So the spring clean there is what is more mean. And the funny thing is like, it doesn't take much to, to dig underneath and, and for that person to realize, I don't know what more means. I don't know mm. what makes me happy. I do know that my partner is not making me happy, yeah. but I actually don't know how to define happiness. It's like, oh mm. man, that starts with me. Because only when we de- determine like in this decade, in this springtime, in this time of renewal, who am I? What do I want? Mm. And what makes me happy? And what of that am I going to get from me from friends from family mm. uh, and from my partner yeah. and so only when we can draft up specific asks do we actually mm. uh, so what I've realized is part of the spring clean is like diving down and if you want more so what does want more mean and really flesh yeah. that out like what do you want to mm. do what do you want to be what are what are you not doing now that you want to experience more of yeah and yeah. uh and then where is that going to come from and a lot of that is going to come from you uh, mm. some of it might come from your partner. Yeah. Getting clear on what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And it is tricky, isn't it? I've got a, um, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. I've got a podcast, uh, not a podcast. This is a podcast. Um, <laughs> I've got a meditation track. I'm not with it today. I'm not used to recording on a Sunday. No, um, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a meditation track, which is all about your ideal love. And I'll put a link to the <gasps> show notes. I'm sure we've linked it before, but I'll link it again. because It is quite useful to kind of have a look at. But the thing that's coming up for me is you're, is you're talking and, and explaining that is for me, it's about action. Mm-hmm. So in and that kind of really links to that kind of spring clean side of it is we're taking action we're doing something we're not as you say well you know we're getting off that stagnation point and we're saying I I no longer want to be stuck in the mud I want to I want to move forward I want things to be different Mm. therefore I'm, I'm prepared and I'm ready to take action and that is kind of when we think about the spring, you know, spring cleaning my house, I'm spring cleaning my closet, I'm doing mm. something, mm-hmm. I'm doing something about it, I'm dissatisfied or I'm I'm not, I don't, don't want to tolerate something anymore, the fact that I can't get my clothes in my wardrobe. <laughs> <sighs> 
it's a tricky point for me. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I no longer want to be. I no longer want to be that person. I don't mm-hmm. want to be faced with that same challenge every day. Mm-hmm. I want something to be different. I'm going to take action. Yeah, and that feels quite positive. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Mm. Yeah, it's. Um, I think part of the spring clean is to realize that. Uh, there's no maid service that's going to go and spring clean us for us. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I've been looking. <laughs> I know, I know. that This is the thing. Unfortunately, like, you can't <sighs> actually outsource the spring clean, and nor can you expect your partner to spring clean and for everything, like, for their bad ways to be rehabilitated so that your life yeah. can look fresher and cleaner and, and rebirth like the birth yeah yeah, yeah, y- yeah. It, you have to do it yourself yeah but I think <laughs> much the same way that we can get somebody to come and help us with um you know spring clean at home we can get support to help us with um a bit of a spring clean and a refresh in in the relationship and that's the type of work that we do is to mm. um spend some time with couples to look at actually kind of what you know where are you at where do you want to be what would that future look like if if things were more positive for you mm-hmm. and I think that the whole thing just going through that process whether you're doing it yourself as a couple or whether you've got some external support really brings about more of a kind of positive vision I can mm-hmm. when I think about it I kind of think oh actually that's quite exciting to to look at maybe making some small changes and, and it doesn't have to be drastic things we're not mm. always talking about you know let's um somebody was telling me about uh somebody they know who's just jacked their job in and going to live in cyprus funny enough um oh. and on a um dog um sanctuary so oh. you know it doesn't always have to be about these momentous big changes in life sometimes it's about the small things it's about mm. you know i don't know weeding out how many tops you've got on your wardrobe as opposed to kind of a complete overhaul it's about kind of breaking things down into smaller manageable chunks mm-hmm. But then that kind of feels exciting when I think about kind of how things could be different and and how I might get more of the things that make me happy. Mm, nice. Like that feels good. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had me at Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Dog Sanctuary. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're like, let me go. No, <laughs> pick I know. Me, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh. It goes to show though, like anything's possible. That's true. Yeah. I think we get kind of trapped by our own thoughts about where the limitations are in life. And Anna's dog is agreeing with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. she's uh, There's an intruder near our door, which is, my dog keeps thinking that um, somebody's going to steal her food. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you mentioned last week is not to should all over yourself is, yeah. you know, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. Yeah. Well, are your should messages in line with a spring clean rebirth or are they just yeah. holding you down into things that aren't actually you? Uh, yeah. it, it allows, if we, if we let go of the should messages, it, it gives us a bit more, uh, um, leeway, a little bit mm. more flexibility to realize that we do have things to play with time and money are a little bit more flexible than we think if we can get yeah. rid of these should messages. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. I feel more energized myself now. Yeah. It's spring. Still not ready to tackle the wardrobe, but I'm not. Problem for another day. Oh. Should we uh, do a question? Uh, let's go for it. Today's question. My husband has pictures of other girls on his phone. 
I can't understand this. I want to be intimate with him. But when I know he looks at other women, it makes me feel ugly and fat. And I can't face sex when I feel like this. I don't know what to do. Oh, wow. Well, it's a brave person to even write this down and question this because this is hard. And it's more and more common because like has pictures of girls on his phone. Is that like, like various, like he's one of the big things I've heard are um, like men who follow various like models and influencers Mm. on Instagram. So that's like pictures of girls on your phone. Um, So it's more and more prevalent. Yeah. When you're seeing like a lot of hot shit going on online. Yeah. I kind of get the feeling right or wrongly that I don't think these pictures are kind of, you know, pure innocent people on the way to church. Oh, I mean, hot booty for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there's all sorts of manner of porn that's available. Like everything, Mm. it just, it's, it is all there. I mean, it's just, it's an understatement to say it's all there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is really, really like, this is so hard. Like all of us Mm. girls are like, it's really, really hard to sort of feel like you're living up to um, an impossible standard. Mm. But that's if we think that, that's if we think that we're in competition, and I think that yeah. this person feels like they're in competition for hottest model and hottest model gets the guy. I guess that's the, yeah. Yeah. the presumption. Mm. So this has been brewing for a while. This is not sort of something that just kind of came up last week. No. I feel like what is going on has been probably been going on for years and it's sort of condensed mm. into one question. So it's it's mm. a bit disorientating because I'm trying to figure out, you know, what is now, what is the state of, you know, what is the state of their affection and intimacy in their, um, you know, the relationship right now? And how long has this been brewing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a few different parts to it, isn't there? One is our husband's behavior. I mean, is that kind of, is that something that should be tolerated in a relationship? Is there, you know, where, what what's the position there? Like where, how, what is her, her kind of non does she have any non-negotiables around this like how acceptable is that mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to be judgmental in this <laughs> <laughs> all right well let, really, let your judgment I'm fly finding it really second. hard <laughs> yeah 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 so there's one thing like is that behavior okay mm-hmm. um personally I would say it's not okay um mm-hmm. I don't know but that I don't know that I would be entirely happy I'm not a massively jealous person but I think there's something about the act of saving a picture onto your phone. Like, why are you doing that? What's the purpose behind that? There's one thing looking at something online and it's kind of gone and, and away, but you're saving it. Like, mm. there's something in that for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd, and I'd want to question that as to kind of to what end, what purpose, why do, why do you feel that's necessary? Mm. Um, and then the other side, well, I think there's probably three things. One is then kind of the intimacy side. So she says she wants to be intimate, but this is kind of holding her back. You mm-hmm. know, so that question is you're saying, well, how long has this been going on? Mm-hmm. Um, what else is happening? Are there any other factors that we need to be aware of? And then the final thing is around her own self-esteem. So her own position and confidence and mm-hmm. in who she is as a person. Um, you know, she says she, she feels ugly and fat and and she doesn't want to kind of feel like this way. And, and we know that we go through various different stages in life. And when we don't feel kind of great in ourselves, then we find it very difficult to think that somebody else could find that mm. attractive. Mm-hmm. But yet we know that people find all manner of things attractive mm-hmm. so what is kind of you know what is beauty to one is is not to another mm-hmm. so 
you know, it's not about, as you say, living up to a certain kind of a template of who we should be. You know, we all should be these carbon copy models of each other. That's, I mean, we generally know that's not what life is and mm-hmm. the stuff that you see online anyway isn't even real. It's kind of filtered and distorted to within an inch of its life. <sighs> so whatever you're comparing yourself to isn't even a real person. Yeah. So there's just so much in this question, but it makes me feel really sad, actually. I just feel quite, um, mm-hmm. I feel quite downhearted for this person because it's, yeah, it's not a nice position to be in, to feel like you are kind of second place to something or you're not good enough or not worthy or, and that then is obviously having such a big impact on this relationship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I feel like the keys to this person's desirability and sexuality and are sort of locked in a vault and only he's got the key. So it's Mm. only when he turns the lock and says, you're beautiful, you're desirable that she feels it. So we so often just out, we sort of like lock our, yeah, we lock our desirability away and we Mm. based on somebody else's behavior, which is so problematic. I, I feel like we're handing over the power to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And there's some weird chicken and egg stuff there too. Like yeah, it, I'm sure that there is an element, perhaps he also feels rejected because she doesn't yeah. feel great. So she doesn't bring her best. I have lived yeah. in this situation where his perception might be like, oh no, I thought she didn't find me attractive because she's never, I try to initiate and she's never into, into never with interested. Me. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's all sorts of interpretations. Mm. Yeah. Cause she's linked these chicks on his phone with yeah. He doesn't find me sexy and I feel fat. I, yeah. I mean, and I've been like, I know what that, I know what that feels like. You know, why would he want me if there's this, these hot chicks? I'm sure that he'd much prefer to be with some of these girls and he's yeah. maybe fantasizing about them when I'm, you know, mm. he's with me. Uh, yeah. I have had these feelings to this day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super easy because there's always going to be somebody hotter out there and they're a click away. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really tough situation, and I and I totally get what you're saying around the kind of thoughts that go, and then how we get caught up on this kind of rabbit hole, and before long, you know, we've kind of created this whole reality that means mm-hmm. that we are kind of, you know, nothing compared to everybody else, and why would anybody want to be with us? And we get all of those negative messages that pop up, and and it's really difficult to get out of those, and we know that in order to to feel more positivity and happier in life the positivity has to outweigh the negative by five to one so we know Mm. that overcoming some of those messages you've got two or three thoughts that are coming up for you then you need kind of 15 20 positive things to try and override it so Mm -hmm. it can it can feel like we're on a bit of a losing battle when it comes to things like that Mm -hmm. um there's something in this for me around kind of this person's own confidence levels and um, and I would suggest it's probably not just with her partner that just, you know, how long has this always been, you know, has this always been present in your life? Did you ever feel desirable? Mm. Or, you know, is there, is there more to it in terms of, you know, links to the past that other comments people have said that you've taken mm. heart or no one can ever make us feel a certain way, mm-hmm. but they can trigger things in us that then make us feel a certain way and we yeah. have the power within us to say well no actually I'm I feel like I'm pretty bloody hot thank you very much and yeah. if you don't want a piece of this well then that's your lookout not mine you know we've all got yeah. that ability yeah. but then we have to to believe it so we have to believe in ourselves and there's always things about ourselves that we do like um 
And, you know, something else that can be quite powerful actually is to ask kind of friends, what do you think my, my best quality is? Oh, yeah. Because it's really interesting. We find out some things that we never thought other people mm-hmm. would um, kind of think were desirable or fun or, um, you know, good qualities that we've got. Like, so I, th- I think a lot of it is around looking for evidence that you are beautiful on the inside and the out and it's not just about yeah. body shape you know as we get older especially kind of women I was having a conversation about this last night it just feels really bloody unfair right <laughs> because yeah. everything just starts to change all of a sudden and it feels like it happens overnight and it feels really impossible and suddenly kind of things that were fit and looked amazing kind of two weeks ago suddenly seem to be completely redundant and mm. then you do start to it's easy then to kind of get stuck in this little kind of spiral of kind of Mm self-destruction because you feel like kind of everything's changing and it's all out of your control but and it's about trying to get a hold of that and think well you know one of the things I would say is they're still together right so there's something like what what is it unless it's pure blind fear that you don't want neither of you want to be kind of on your own what are those little things that are keeping you together right now and how do you build Mm. on some of those what are some of the strengths that you've got in your relationship and really then start to look for some evidence that proves to you that and not just evidence from a partner I think it's important to have evidence from a whole range of, of resources because like you're saying at the minute he's potentially holding the keys and that's not right either mm-hmm. so let's look for some some positive evidence outside of the relationship as well and within ourselves that tells us we are we are beautiful mm, yeah we should override that assumption that we need somebody's permission to uh, have a wardrobe overhaul to get rid of stuff that's no longer serving us, especially stuff that's sort of of a smaller size that we keep waiting for that day that we're going to fit into. Mm -hmm. Um, We shouldn't wait for permission to um, look into clothing, maybe lingerie. We talked, I talked before we got on air (laughs) because I always like to get a nice uh, cheeky pair of lingerie if it's on sale. Um, Mm -hmm. Just things that like, it's amazing that there are clothes out there that can actually uh, complement your Mm -hmm. body and, you know, just better designed, better made clothing that can look absolutely fabulous. You know, is there any room for pampering? Is there any room to refresh your hair? And it seems so silly, this little... um, you know, it's superficial stuff, but it can be pretty incredible when you feel like talk about a spring clean. You know, we've been through two years of just like trying to recycle things because we haven't been able to sort of get something that's new or go out and get a refresh. Mm. So, you know, what have you been sitting on that needs to be either thrown out, replaced, refreshed? Yeah, that spring clean is it might be actually in that same vein of this mindset. Mm. Uh, and that 360 that you talk about in terms of like doing a 360 assessment of your friends Mm. and you might see some pretty amazing stuff like damn your legs I've always thought your legs are fabulous well what clothing is out there like making use of your assets yeah you know uh, your beautiful eyes have you had a a makeover that allows you to put on makeup to really let those eyes pop and stuff like that Mm. it's just little stuff that can make you sort of catch yourself in the mirror or like catch yourself in the reflection of a window as you're walking by and be like damn that's a beautiful thing when you were like, oh, who is that hot piece of ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it's astonishing how when you show up to your relationship in a different way, it's the same as like if you want to grab a crowd in a street, um, mm. you plant a few people to sort of start collecting around something. And then other people will be like, oh, what are those people? Oh, let me let me see what's going I'm on. Go and take a look. Yeah, yeah. 
human beings. We just yeah. were like, oh, that's a big deal. Mm. Um, we're sheep. So yeah, yeah. Lead your yeah. partner to something that's really amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think there's some. There's just there's a bit of work I think to be done around some of its mindset. Some of it might be kind of body work, like. Yeah. But start with really, you know, taking that spring clean analogy. Start to think, right? What do I need to spring clean in my inside my own mind to mm -hmm. kind of to change this view around? Um, what are some of the the thoughts that and beliefs that I need to get rid of? You know, pop that in the recycling tub, and start to try on some new thoughts and beliefs instead. Mm -hmm. And it might involve a conversation with your partner to be like, look, the saving checks on your phone thing, it's just yeah. not on. And I challenge you to go find anybody who'd be cool with that. So that shit yeah. stops now. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. 100%. That, that yeah. is a very valid line to draw. Yeah. It's a valid request, right? This does not make me feel great. I'd prefer you not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Not easy stuff, though. Not easy. No, it's not. And, no. and I th and I also I think the important point is that this is common, right? This is mm -hmm. common. Not I don't. I'm well. I'm pretty sure the saving chicks on your phone is probably common as well. But yeah, <laughs> it's um this whole kind of connection of kind of this you know how I feel. Do I feel desirable? Do I feel kind of good in my body? Do I not? Like that is a common thing that comes up quite often. I think, and it's not just females either. Mm. Men get it too. Mm -hmm. So we have to remember that. So, yeah. And it's so interesting because it, it manifests in a different way. Yeah, men get yeah. this too, but um, the way that they take it out on themselves and on others can look quite different. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. Mm. So, as, um, as I'm still just recovering from my holiday and um, my little snaps of a distant memory, you are just embarking <laughs> on an amazing trip and Yay. I'm very jealous. <laughs> oh man so talking about because i just feel like a kind of a plain jane lump of poop uh <laughs> after this pandemic and i'm just really excited to be in not minus one weather yes i've packed my dresses nice going to greece as a first stop uh yeah, okay. so excited to be in 20 degrees weather with some sunshine yeah. and yeah. uh and i'll be looking out for some you know, good deals on lingerie as I hop from place to place, which is quite mm. exciting. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds Huge good. Of some new lingerie to make me feel a little spicy. Well, yeah. it always gives you a little pick-me-up, doesn't it? Because um, mm. it does. If you put something on that makes you feel good, then you project a whole different energy where, yeah, yeah who doesn't want a piece of that? Yeah, it, yeah, it, oh, there you go. <laughs> who doesn't want a piece of that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to say, like, I don't think I knew this when I was little, but uh, definitely that thought of, ooh, what I'm wearing underneath, it really, mm. it speaks, yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah, it yeah. does, it does. Yeah. Well, you enjoy your traveling and enjoy ooh, yeah. your lovely um, lingerie shopping. <gasps> yeah. And um, I can't wait to find out how it's all going when we catch oh, up I next know. week. Absolutely. As um, Jet Set Anna records from yet another location. I know. <laughs> Oh, it'll be from Delhi this time. Oh, yeah. my days. I can't cope with it. I know. I know. <laughs> Truly international uh, <laughs> podcast jet setter. <laughs> totally. Mm. Just being crammed in economy class, just like a sardine. <laughs> but hell, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, honestly, give me a plane, plane ride any day. Right? Right? Even if I'm it's in it. cattle class, giving you a yeah. few deep vein thrombosis in your legs <laughs> yeah i'm on it i'm on totally, it totally you got it <laughs> awesome. well i wish you safe travels and uh, keep in touch 
tell me how amazing your life is um, whilst I'm here. <laughs> well, you're starting a new job. So oh, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, lots of changes happening, which is good. Yeah, lots of change mm. right on. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope your week is good. Yes, we'll catch and you on the you. other side. Yeah. All right. Take care. Okay. Till next time. Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.